0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Brittany, a podcast about motivating and inspiring other women. And it's not just, you know, not just strictly women. I really want to just motivate everybody and I just want to have real raw conversations. So the whole point of this is just to do that. And it's going to be anywhere from like business stuff, real life stuff, and kind of just everything in between. So stay tuned for the latest episode. I know it's been a while since I have recorded an episode, so I wanted to hop on today, talk about current events, kind of just like my thoughts and how I'm feeling and just kind of verbal diarrhea. I know that sounds silly, but just, you know, my overall feelings on everything. So first off, I kind of want to talk about how the coronavirus has impacted my life I am a wedding photographer, so I've had quite a few weddings rescheduled. It's been kind of hard, thankfully, for the first time ever. People that are self-employed are able to collect unemployment, so I am able to do that. Does it equal what I'm losing? No. But, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with it, I'm working with it. It's given me a lot of time to reflect and to really focus on myself and my own life. Which is really nice. Um, My other two jobs I'm still working, Um, not that they weren't affected by the virus, but uh, it's gonna be a huge change for the wedding industry in general. Pretty much any person in the wedding industry is affected by this in some way, shape, or form, the way that events are going to be held and done is going to be a lot different I think in the future than it has been and I'm just hoping that that doesn't affect too too much of what I have going on because I really would hate to lose business you know even in the following years because of it so fingers crossed that if we all stick together and get through this virus that like you know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I personally think it will be good um by next year I'm hoping and praying um even if we get a second win this winter I'm just hoping that next year you know has a better outlook and you know hopefully by then we've gotten over the hump and we're good to go so that's like something that's been on my mind a lot lately and I know like things are opening back up and thankfully here in Michigan because we were under a little bit stricter rules during the quarantine um We're actually pretty low for cases currently. Um, I think it's starting to go up a little bit again just because we you know we've reopened a lot but that's typical and I'm hoping it doesn't go up too much and if people kind of follow guidelines for masks and stuff we can reduce it even more. I know a lot of people hate wearing them. I personally don't like it. I don't breathe well in it but I also you know I understand the concept and to me I'd rather kick this fucking virus to the curb and just get it done. And like you know I don't wear my mask everywhere I go I wear it to stores and stuff and whatnot but I don't wear it like around my family like most of my family isn't out going you know places where they're in contact with a lot of people so those you know people like that I don't wear a mask around but generally speaking when I go out I'm pretty much always wearing one so you know my whole philosophy is like better safe than sorry you know even if things are better doesn't mean that gone because it's not gone so and you know people can agree to disagree it's you know we don't know who's 100% right on how things are going to go in the future you know nobody has the magic crystal ball so fingers crossed that things go back to normal and then the another thing that I really really wanted to focus on today and it's kind of like the main thing that's been weighing on my mind is everything that's going on with protesting and the Black Lives uh, Matter movement I am very much a pro-Black Lives Matter person, and um, I've had a lot of discussion with people who, it's not that they don't necessarily support Black Lives Matter, but they, I don't know, just the way that they feel towards it is very, very differently than how I feel. You know, at the end of the day, I kind of reflect back to like what Martin Luther King Jr. said, that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere and it is Um, you know you should be outraged at the hatred towards black people in you know all aspects Uh, especially like criminally like law enforcement and excessive force and abuse of power and you know you should be outraged by that because that's just the beginning you know once one Group of people is threatened that's a threat to all of us and you know I stand in support of black people I stand in support of you know anybody that's treated differently because of who they are whether that be racially or by your religion or who you love or any of those things like I stand against like social inequalities I stand against, you know, systemic racism. I stand against any mistreatment of people for, you know, for any reason, especially, you know, the color of their skin or whom they love, you know, or or even what religion they practice or anything like, or your gender. I hate, I just don't understand it. It just, uh, it blows my mind. I grew up, you know, where I was taught to love everybody you know, no matter who they are. And it's really sad that it's 2020 and we still haven't fixed the problems in society. And, uh, you know, I really hope that someday we get to that point where, you know, everybody's treated equally. And, uh, you know, when people say, this is something that's been really frustrating me, when people say, oh, lives matter okay, like, that's not, like, the Black Lives Matter movement is not saying that everybody else doesn't matter. It's saying that, like, their group of people, you know, their people are needing the most support right now. Like, look at, like, right now it's Pride Month, and, like, gay people are out there supporting the Black Lives Matter movement because they realize that they need the support right now, and that's important. It's so important, you know, to love and cherish everybody and to support, you know, especially right now in the way things are, to support black people, you know, and you can say whatever about crime, you can say this and that, but, like, if you really look at the statistics, black people really are, like, racially profiled by police officers, and it's not saying that all police officers are bad, like, I know so many that are wonderful, wonderful police officers. I used to work at a gas station when I was in college and we had many police officers that came in. And I would say all of them are stand-up people and there's nothing wrong with them whatsoever. And it's it's just like you have to look at the facts that there is a lot of racial profiling and it's unfair and it's unjust and it's sad and, you know, we shouldn't have to witness, you know, our black brothers and sisters being treated, mistreated, you know, by police officers, or by anybody for that matter. And I had somebody that I had talked to recently that said, well, you know, like, cause we went back and we're somehow talking about like slavery and segregation and stuff. And they said, well, well why should I have to pay for what like my great grandparents did? Or, you know, basically saying that. And I'm thinking to myself, you're not, you're not paying for anything. Like, what do you think that you're paying for? Black people are just asking to be treated as equals. So, like, explain how they're ask They're not asking to be treated better than everybody else. They're asking for equality. A basic human right to be treated fairly and justly. that That's not anything to even fight. I don't understand how that's even, like, a, a thought, like, issue you know and we need to stand with them you know I'm I'm lucky to be a privileged white person you know and I'm fully aware that I don't go through the struggles that black people do have I witnessed it have I witnessed racism firsthand yes I have and it's it's so disheartening and it literally makes me sick to my stomach because I just can't fathom treating anybody differently for that reason like I just it blows my mind you know I would love to see a future where there isn't hatred towards people that are different than us and I and maybe that's a far reach I really hope it's not but I would love to see a point where you know we just learn to love each other and treat each other with kindness and respect because honestly like at the end of the day, we are all human beings. We are all human beings and we all deserve love and we all deserve respect and we all deserve equal treatment under the law and we all deserve equal treatment. Just, you know, human to human, just basic human decency. And like a lot of people like, well, I'm not racist, but I don't like blah, 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 blah. Well, like, listen, like I'm not calling you racist. Like all I'm saying is is just stand with the black people let them know you know what I mean just let them know that you support them you know you don't have to be all crazy and whatever but like stand with them that's all that they want they want to be treated fairly and just and if we look at like the George Floyd case you know I think it pretty much goes without question that that cop was definitely in the wrong and so many people are willing to admit that. But then they'll say, well, but he was a criminal. It does not matter. Being a criminal does not mean you deserve to die. Like, we have white serial killers and white um, mass shooters that get apprehended. Who are armed, you know, with guns. and You know what I mean? Who get apprehended without being killed. So, like, why is it so hard to ask for the same treatment for black people? Like, it's not, it's not rocket science. It's just basic human decency. And, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like um, a part of it is, like, police officers' duty to, if you see other police officers that are not being just and fair, I kind of feel like it's your job to step in and be like, listen, that's not our job. Because, like, you know, as a police officer, your job is to serve and protect at the end of the day like that that's your job so if you see other police officers that aren't doing their just job you should say something you should speak out you know it it would make a difference I I truly believe and I also feel like you know lawyers have to go through all the schooling to know the laws and I feel like it takes years to become a lawyer and I not that I think it should take a long time to become a police officer but I think they need to be super well versed in the laws and and proper treatment of people when you're apprehending them. And, like, there's just certain ways to handle things to make it safe for everybody. Because, like, all right, George Floyd, like, he was getting in trouble for forgery. Okay, so that that is a very nonviolent crime. I don't understand why they couldn't have just handcuffed him right away and put him in the back of the car. Like, that... That's all that needed to happen. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, he was, you know, resisting a little bit. But, like, even if he was, I understand why black people resist. They're fearful that they're going to be hurt or killed by police. It's a fear because it happens every day. And I understand that, that I would be afraid, too, I, I, I believe, if I was in that position. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a scary, scary world. And I would just love to see a point where we all feel safe, you know, and I, I would hate to think, you know, I live in a community that's, um, that's mixed. And I would hate to, like, think that, like, my neighbors are, you know, fearful, you know, of the way people treat them or the law or whatever. Like, that's, that's heartbreaking and that's sad and I, I would hate to see that, you know, and... If you look back, like, segregation wasn't that long ago. You know, like, the first black person to go to school with a white person was, like, in the 60s, I believe. Like, that's not that long ago. And we still... Have we come a long way? Yes, I believe we have. And I almost feel like the the younger generation, you know, the people... Like, I'm 31. The people, like, younger than me are more loving and accepting of people. And I feel like they... Um, And I'm not really sure why that is. um, But I really feel that they are the ones that are going to make a big change for our future. And that things hopefully will become better. And we all just have to do better. We all just have to learn to love and treat each other with kindness and respect. And, you know, my whole wish is that we can get to a point where people are not treated differently because of things that they cannot control you know who you love like I said before who you love your your race your religion your gender like nobody should be treated differently because of who they are and like I know this doesn't even come close to you know like what people of color go through but like as a woman you do get treated differently than a man does you know people treat you as if you're not as capable and like that's frustrating you know and women get paid less and that's frustrating I can only imagine that times a hundred you know with how black people are treated and it doesn't mean this happens everywhere or all the time or what I mean it happens a lot and happens way more than is acceptable but just it happening at all is is wrong and at the end of the day, people of color just want to be treated with kindness and respect and equally. They're not asking for more. They're not asking for handouts. They're not asking for any of that. They're asking for equal treatment. And that that is should not be an issue. Like that should not be something that is worried about. That should be something that's just a given, you know? it's crazy and I just can't wrap my head around it sometimes it's just so infuriating and I just want to let like people out there know that like yes I stand in solidarity with the black lives movement because like no lives matter until black lives matter because every life has to matter so if you're not validating the black lives movement you're not validating anybody because Like, I mean, and not everybody's religious, but for like, for me, God loves us all, every single one of us. And if he saw like, or well, and he sees, you know, what's going on, I can't imagine that, that he's looking down with happiness towards, you know, racism and I, it just blows my mind. So, I mean, I don't really know how to describe how I feel because it's like, it's infuriating. And I just wanted to use my platform, as small as a baby, to just state that like I want everybody to feel safe, and I want all my neighbors and my community to feel woven together. You know, matter any particular thing about them, just a connection, because we're all in this together. We are. We are all in this together, and. Like, my ideal world is a world where everybody is treated fairly. And I really hope that someday that that's that's it, you know. And I hope that there's a day where we don't have to march anymore for Black Lives Matter. And we don't have to march for women's rights anymore because it's already a guarantee. I would love a day where that could be it. You know, and you know the protesting way back in the day um, with Martin Luther King and stuff that made a difference, and that's why the Black Lives uh, Matter movement is a thing today because it works. Protesting works, and I hate when people are like, "But all looting!" Listen, the people who are looting and destructive and violent—they're taking advantage of the Black Lives Matter movement, and they're seeing an opportunity during that. To cause riots and everything else. Like the people who are actually protesting are not the people who are looting. And, you know, I'd love to see more protests like what happened here in Flint. Um, The police officers were walking with them and hugging them and listening to them. And at the end of the day, that is all that needs to be done. And that is a sign of solidarity. And that is honestly something that makes me feel so good. And I just. I want more of that I want more of that and I also know that the media plays a big role in making everything I don't even know how to describe just making everything more chaotic good and bad you know and they highlight all the negatives and I would love I would love a media that was a non-for-profit you know I was talking to somebody recently about this and I agree with that a non-for-profit media that literally is delivering true facts not uh, biased opinions would be great if anybody actually has any like media that they follow that are pretty unbiased I would actually love to take a listen because I try to avoid the news just because you know it's either left or right and it's always like the extreme right and I'm like I personally Um, I would consider myself very very socially liberal when it comes to all social matters Um, and then you know I'm kind of in between when it comes to governmental and financial stuff as far as my political beliefs just because you know I don't like to say I'm one party or the next Um, I do tend to be a little bit more left uh, but I literally like to take things issue for issue and right now, the issues that we're seeing are, you know, equal treatment. And I would love there to be more equal treatment. And, and at the end of the day, that's not a lot to ask for. And it's my hope and prayer and, and dream that we can get to a point in society where we're treating everybody with kindness and respect and equally, you know. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to try to stay more dedicated to my podcasting. I've been slacking so bad, but I'm going to try to get better and try to do more. And honestly, my topics are going to be all over the place with just things that make me, you know, feel motivated to talk about. So thank you guys again. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.